Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Podbroke Pemcast. Uh, my name is Chris Moore. I'm an RA on the first floor, and uh, joining me today are my good friends Davis and Mateo. We we call this the Podbroke Pemcast. That's right, the Podbroke Pemcast. That's that's like because because the idea is that it's wrong. Is that that's the the joke? <laughs> the idea is that it's the best name that anyone's ever yeah, created. Yeah, no, no, really. I'm sorry. I, should, I shouldn't be speaking. I'm a guest. I'm a, in this house. That's right. Well, I guess I'll introduce myself first, then I'm Mateo Segovia, I'm a guitarist on the third floor. Um, like I said, my first instrument was violin, and uh, I've been doing vocals and bass as well, so I've been doing a lot of sessions this week, but uh, I don't know, just been chilling. Word on the street is that he's the best session man that you'll ever find, so if you need somebody, there he is. Uh, and I'm Davis. <laughs> Thanks, Davis. <laughs> yeah. So... As you can see, we have some real musical experts here, to say the very least. Um, and just this past weekend uh, was one of the more important events in music, the Grammys. Um, it was, I'll, I'll go off the numbers and just say that it was the least watched Grammys in history. And it was also the worst rated Grammys in history. I think it had like a 55% like unsuccess rate that's probably really unprofessional but yeah that's actually you know that doesn't surprise me this time now why so first of all there was a lot of controversy surrounding the grammys and i'll get into that a little bit more later but why do you think that especially with our new generation why are those numbers going down man i mean i don't know maybe it has to do with like the fact that people just like they don't listen to well, I guess people listen to singles all the time, and sure. that's been, like, a big thing, rather than, like, listening to the whole album, which I take pride in saying that I listen to the whole album, not just whatever singles come out. But I think people, like, aren't in, as interested in the music videos anymore either. Sure. Uh, Mateo, what, what it calls to mind for me is we were in a class together last semester uh, about postmodernism, and so the notion of postmodernism <laughs> is what occurs to me. No, because people of, of our generation it's clear to me that everyone's just kind of sick of like established norms and traditions and whatnot, you know, and the Grammys, the Oscars, the Grammys, the, it, all these big award shows kind of are, are tangible representations of everything that everybody's sick of. And so it doesn't shock me <laughs> by any means that this is the lowest rated. And it wouldn't shock me if next year's is the lowest rated and the next year's, unless mm. something radical changes them to, kind of switch up the way that it's formatted or the whole process of what it is as a whole. Yeah. So I guess that kind of leads into our next point. Billie Eilish won song of the year, record of the year, uh, new artist of the year and album of the year. Yeah. The last guy to, to win four was like Chris Cross. Right? Yeah. So when I look at Billie Eilish's music, I'll get into whether or not she should have won later. I'll get you guys' opinions on that. But I think that, in a way, she could be considered, like, the music of our generation, if that makes sense. And whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. But, like, she kind of represents the changing culture. And she won all four, and yet here we are still seeing the lowest-rated Grammys. Is, is that because the people watching aren't necessarily a fan of her music? Or is that because, you know, I, I'd like to get your thoughts on that. I think it's just because people aren't really surprised. Like, mm. I mean, Bad Guy was inescapable this year, this sure. past year. So it's like, okay, well, then it's no surprise. I mean... Crossroads or uh, Old Town Road is like super popular, but yeah. Bad Guy easily defeated that song. Sure. Like it's just not even a question. So, do you think that she deserved to win all four of them? 
I mean, I don't know if she what, deserved what were the four to win. Again? The record, song, album, and a new artist. The record, song, album, and new artist. Yeah. New artist, definitely. Okay. I mean, she's so, been around for a few years, but like she mm-hmm. blew up. New I, artist. I, I, what, what would the alternative have been? Like Nas? Yeah, Nas? Lil Nas was up there. Um, That's an interesting one because yeah. they they were like warring last mm-hmm. year in a in a friendly competition sure. kind of way. That that there's an argument to be made that he would be a better pick for best new artist. However, I think that the longevity of like her music and the impact of it lasting, I feel like it's lasted longer than Old Town Road because like Old Town Road was a TikTok meme yeah. and it was the song of the summer. And now if you look, Nas has dropped like 30 or 40 in the Spotify ranks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I don't know if she deserves best album, but I also didn't listen to the whole album. Yeah. I wasn't really intrigued to. Well, and see, that's the thing that I was thinking, because everybody knows Bad Guy. Everybody knows Where Do We Go When We Fall. Or I guess that was the album, the title song, Where Do We Go When We Fall. Uh, so, yeah. Barry Friend. Yeah. I, I, just, I didn't listen to the whole album personally. I'm not a huge Billie Eilish fan. But that being said, I didn't listen to the whole album. So, album of the year, it might now. Granted, the other albums who that were up for album of the year were kind of rough too. I think it was like Halsey and, um, who, who, or it, no, it wasn't Halsey. It, it was um, wasn't Halsey. No, was no, because her album just came out. Yeah. It was um, oh gosh, I don't, see. Well, that's the point. That's the thing I'm trying to like mention is that all the other albums that were up there were, I don't want to say irrelevant because they definitely weren't irrelevant, but but yeah, they weren't as impactful. Yeah. Yeah, and like I, you uh, know. That yeah, last year was weird about that because like 2018 had a bunch of good releases, 2017 mm-hmm. had some good releases, 2016 had a lot of good releases, 2019 though is like, what came out last year in it, terms of albums? It was a pretty slow. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and part of that is just the rise of the single, right? Sure. Everyone's like, oh, the album is dead, which you can't really can't really call an album like the album dead, mm-hmm. but it's undeniable that given that it's more profitable to release singles, mm-hmm. right? You, the fact that you mentioned you didn't even listen to the album that is now Grammy Grammy you know awarded right, like best the best album, album of the year yeah is indi- indi- is indicative mm. that it's not profitable to do an album it's it's profitable to do singles and that's why you don't see a whole lot of game changing albums as yeah. much it's it's EPs and it's singles and that's not like that's not a new concept. Everybody even listening to this probably gets that. So I guess that would go into record of the year then. I don't want song of the year is, you know, that's a different topic. I don't want to get into mm, the song right. or any aspects yeah. of it. But but record of the year, right? Bad guy wins record of the year. And it was up against Truth Hurts by Lizzo. And it was up against Old Town Road. And I think if we look at sales and streams, it technically Billy or uh, Bad Guy was the top. But how do we feel about it beating out two songs like that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's hard to do things like this because it's like, okay, that's, uh, you know, I think the right way to do it would be a very, like, opinion based, like, award. But then there's also, like, okay, that's the opinion of, like, a small group of people. Mm-hmm. It's the, the college or whatever it is that's deciding, like, oh, okay, was this a good song or not? But, like, you know, maybe, like, thousands of people, maybe even millions of people that totally disagree. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like, I guess, like, the most easy way to, to award it is just based on like sales and like it's success yeah but what permeated culture more like Mm -hmm. bad guy or old town road i mean it's hard to say but i would argue old town road as far as the year goes i think old town road permeated culture more when i think of 2019 as a whole i kind of think of old town road just like and we just watched the super bowl 
he little nas had his own commercial he's a, a, almost a bigger i don't want to say bigger bigger than billy eilish because i don't think you can get much bigger of like a, a public figure than billy yeah, eilish billy this eilish year is like number yeah. five right yeah. now yeah but he's definitely up there it's just like like everybody knows who little nas x is and nobody knew him beforehand and then you look at the other cultural impacts and i guess that's not the point of the grammys but you know like him him coming out as gay like right in the middle of all that kind of stuff yeah. i think there's a lot more hype surrounding him this year at least because when i saw billy eilish for best new artist i was kind of like hmm you know i has she been around but um are you cracking your knuckles <laughs> yeah sometimes you gotta do it man um so i so i don't know how much you guys heard about the kind of controversy surrounding the grammys but i'll explain to everyone listening just in case they didn't know yeah. uh the abridged version is that the grammy ceo was fired a while ago and um, they were looking for a new CEO. The Grammys is a nonprofit or organization, the Recording Academy. Um, and they hired this uh, new CEO. I, I, I don't know her name, but um, she had never done anything in the music industry before. Um, but she had successfully ran a lot of nonprofits. That's already a red flag right there. She okay. didn't do anything in the industry. So, so that's red flag number one. Um, but red flag number two actually comes in the form of the Grammys because the CEO was kicked out. He was fired because it was rumored that the Grammys were swaying votes and that um, a lot of there's a big money scandal that they're a nonprofit organization, but they're paying millions to their top donors. Anyway, he had to be shipped out. So they bring in this new person and she immediately calls the Recording Academy on um, being biased towards certain things and like record labels shifting, like who's going to win the award. So let's say let's say Warner Brothers says, hey, give us um record of the year and we'll give you album of the year that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah so so that it. i love it yeah so that happens but here's the best part the old assistant for the old ceo hears that she's doing that and is like hey you need to stop or else things are gonna like kind of blow up she doesn't stop and she gets fired so we can clearly see that a little bit of corruption is going on here and what, what are you talking about <laughs> hang on so that's another reason why i think that all of this Grammy kind of popularity is just falling off. Cause I think especially people in our generation, we don't really care who wins the Grammy to be quite honest. Like when is the last time that you've like, if someone I like is nominated for Grammy, I want them to win. But other than that, like, especially this year, like, did you guys really care who won anything? No, Not because really. we all yeah. cared about Kobe. Exactly. <laughs> Le like, no, legit. Yeah. Which is a crazy thing. So like, do the Grammys need to be reconstructed in a way that like make it more relevant to us? Do we need like tour? And I know there is, I think there is tour of the year, but does that need to be a bigger deal than like, cause I feel like especially nowadays we care more about the shows. I, yeah. I think it does because yeah, like the shows are like, that's like the biggest part of uh, an artist's career. I mean, yeah. yeah, I get to write the songs and like put it on Spotify or whatever. But like at the end of the day, most of the money they're making is not from people listening to the song. It's from people coming to the shows and listening to the songs right. at the same time. Exactly. And I think a lot of that comes from... Oh, and also merch. Yeah, exactly. There should be merch of the year. Who had the best merch? <laughs> Fanny pack of the year. Who had the best merch that you guys have recently bought from a concert? You know, actually, I got some pretty good merch from Queen. Really? Yeah. I Dang. saw them uh, at the American Airlines Center in Dallas hmm. in July. I got a pretty sick shirt from them. So was, I'm very happy with that. It's a really important thing to merch, like... Uh, it, it, people overlook it a lot, but like I yeah. have a lot of. Sh I got the um, the most recent like big concert I went to was John Mayer here in Nashville. Oh my yeah. god, I wanted yeah. to go to that so bad. It was great, and I got the last, quite literally, the last John Mayer Nashville shirt, and I was so happy. And I paid seventy five dollars for it, and I was happy. Ooh, mama. yes, 
It was a lot of money, but I was like, hey, I'm here. I'm going to get a shirt. Yeah. And man. it was like, it was a dope shirt. It had him with, with, um, with Dead and Company or? No, I, I almost saw him with Dead and Company, but I did not. They were like 40 bucks for tickets and I didn't really like Dead and Company that much. So. That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. I have one more burning question for you guys or maybe a couple. Yeah. Best song of all time. Oh, hang on. Um, one thing that I that I failed to remember was I do think that, and some people might not think this, but I think if you're thinking about albums from the past year, mm-hmm. you have to consider "Lover" by Taylor Swift. Yes. I, oh, and I and that was nominated. That. Was that, it really? That was nominated. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was up there. Now that okay, we're gonna get sidetracked here. But that's great. So that raises another big question. So the deadline for submitting things to the Grammys is September 31st, I believe, or October 31st, one of those two. So that means Both that dates when I had uh, crippling exams. <laughs> yes. And almost died. Like if, if anything is released from basically like October until I'd say February, it just becomes irrelevant, right? For a year. Yeah, for a year. It becomes irrelevant and then the Grammys roll around and all of a sudden, you know, what happened to him? What happened to those big out? Al- what happened to those big singles? Because Lover had a bunch of big singles too. Yeah. You can't just knock out. And it, I would say, or arguably, that it also had a big cultural impact as well. Oh, 100%. because of the singles. Right. In this time that Lover came out, she went on a tour, <laughs> two tours. She went on <laughs> a U.S. and a European tour, and still didn't win anything this year, and didn't even perform this year. Which yeah. I heard there were some different things as to why she didn't perform, but like regardless, that's still yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's. I mean. It, it goes back to what you were asking about, like whether it needs big reform. I, I don't know if it's possible. I don't know if the people who make it happen have the self-awareness to recognize a need for change mm. or or the capacity to implement it in a way that would make it relevant for the people that they should be targeting, right. I would argue. Because, I mean – the Grammys are going to continue, and it's going to continue to decline in ratings, but that, I don't think that that means that they're just going to stop having the Grammys. They're, but they're going to try. Mm-hmm. If it continues to decline, they're going to try and figure out how to re- reorganize. They're going to have, try and figure out how to regroup, and I don't think that it's going to work like they want it to. Does that I, mean that the fan-voted award shows are going to become more popular over time, like People's Choice and I think uh, the AMAs and, and it's stuff possible. like that? It's possible. I just don't think that – People put as much stock in award shows at all anymore. Right. And also, the what comes to mind is like the the Rotten Tomato stuff, like mm. the inflation, like the inflation of fan voting, like with movies, like people would right. flood it with negative or, or super positive stuff, sure. such that you can't actually get an accurate reading. Right. I think that in postmodern culture, <laughs> to, to use that term again, it sound like a nerd. Um, I think that people just don't value it as much. And, yeah. and I, I wonder, I wouldn't be able to say one way or another what that means for the next 10, 20 years. Is that a bad thing? I don't think necessarily so. I, I yeah, mean, I have to agree with that. I, I can't tell if it's going to be a good or bad thing, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who I guess knows? We'll History find out. books might look back on the 20th and beginning of 21st century and then say, we used to have the Grammys. Yeah. And then everyone's like, don't i don't care you know like (laughs) yeah it's so what yeah that's crazy we're at a good music school at a good time because a lot of different things are happening in the industry and it's cool to be on the forefront of it which is what was the question you were asking about best best song oh yeah 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 best song ever 
If you guys need more time to think, okay, Mateo actually, looks eager. Yeah. All right, I do need more time to think, and okay. I also have another distraction. All right. I will also say that, um, and I don't know how how people feel about this, but I think personally that like, I've never really trusted the Grammys anyway because mm. it just seems like a big co- you know popularity competition. Sure. And like, you know, I, I watched a video uh, on something totally irrelevant to this conversation, mm. uh, but it mentioned like, oh yeah, he's talking about um, like popularity does not mean good, mm. you know? Yeah, definitely. Like. And he used Justin Bieber as an example, and I'm sorry to anyone that likes Justin Bieber. I don't personally. Yeah. But like, some of his songs are just not that great, but they're like incredibly popular. Sure. And same with like with John Mayer's uh, "Your Body's a Wonderland," like that's v- clear clearly not one of his good songs, mm-hmm. but people love it. Yeah. For some reason, um, so I don't know. I've I've just like kind of avoided the Grammys usually. And I think I I would watch it more if there was like more performances that were good. Yeah. And I did watch some of it this year. I watched, uh, I watched Child, not Childish Gambino, you know, uh, Tyler the Creators. Mm-hmm. I watched his performance. Blown away by that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also watched Usher's, uh, Prince covers. Yeah. Those are great. great. Mm-hmm. And Camila Cabello's, uh, song "Your Dad" was wonderful. Yeah. And then the next song came on, and I was like totally uninterested. Uh, well, <laughs> with Brandy Carlile, yeah, the other one was, yeah, it's just like I don't know, and the the Aerosmith Run DMC thing. I was like, what yeah. the oh. heck is this? <laughs> like what? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I prefer stuff more like, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like yeah. I'm actually surprised how like how underwatched that is. Yeah, because it's like that stuff that's like interesting. You know, like it's you know it's an award for like okay, like you you've gotten so good and made it so far that you deserve this, and it's undisputable, really. Yeah. yeah. People are sick of fake, and they crave authenticity mm-hmm. in the public spotlight. And I think that's part of why Billie Eilish has propelled so far, because she is unequivocally herself. Mm. And I think it's also why they're sick of award shows, because it is a big production. It just occurred to me. like, And it's not that hard of a concept to get, but everybody wants authentic. right? You look at, if you have a lineup of, of 10 people and you put them in front of you and the person is everyone is trying to show you how good they are but then one person is like hey i'm kyle yeah a lot of people are like who's this kyle guy like i want to know more about this dude and so it's like um it, it i think that's you know people are going like who's this who's this billy girl i want to know more about her mm. it's kind of that thing and i think that's also part of the downfall of the grammys yeah i also have my thought on what the best song in of all, all right. time is let's hear it um, they, I think there's no way to go about it except subjectively. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's there's literally there's no way to go about. It. My favorite song of all time is "In the Blood" by John Mayer. Dang. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Come on. Is that not a good it's song? So good. Yeah. I mean, oh. have you got one? Yeah. But but I I think that song is so genuine in its grappling with self Mm. it's like who am i like am i destined to be what what came before me or am i create carving am i um, forging my own path or is is, does any of this matter at all yeah and i think that also kind of if you do enough mental gymnastics relates back to the conversation about the grammys (laughs) i was gonna say guess what that didn't win a grammy (laughs) <laughs> right, just so disappointing because that album is criminally underappreciated Absolutely. yeah that oh my god like 
I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love Continuum. I love Room for Squares. Born and Raised is awesome too. Yeah. But like, no one knows anything off the Search for Everything, and yeah. it's like, I think it's like its best album yet. I wanted. I think John Mayer won one album of the year for Continuum. Correct? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, I think and so. Maybe Room for Squares. But maybe. I think it was just Continuum. I think it was Continuum. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, and you know, it's funny because I I recently discovered that Neon, possibly one of his best songs that he's written. Definitely. Isn't it's not even a single. Yeah. It's like what? Are and a lot of his me? best songs, "In Your Atmosphere," is my yeah. favorite oh, John Mayer yeah. song. Oh my god! Recorded. It's not even recorded. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. John Mayer's uh, on a different wave. Yeah, I think that's my favorite album of all time, mm-hmm. personally. But, and this is such a cliche answer, but for so many good reasons, I think the best song written of all time has got to be "Bohemian Rhapsody." Okay. Because. And, and I know everyone's gonna like, oh, of course. I was really hoping Rhapsody. you would go with uh, All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> that's up <laughs> that's there a too. pretty good one too. Uh, but no, I mean, like, I think the use of like the whole like operatic choir is mm-hmm. is genius, and like all the voicings that they has that he has in there, and then um, the of course the piano part everyone knows and like sure. everyone loves it, but no one nice oh, with, the, with the phone. Come oh, on, no, Davis. Sorry, guys, I got an important call here. The <laughs> Grammys calling. <laughs> Hello, the Grammys. Yes, this is Davis. No, we don't. No, no, no. Okay, they're trying to pay me to uh, like say that the Grammys are good. No, tell them to go away. That's cr- bye. Sorry for the interruption with the Grammys. They're always calling Davis. What can yeah, we say? Man, it's crazy. What Davis is such do? a popular guy. It's just the Grammys. They keep cold calling me. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, man. I guess so. It's not even a representative of the Grammys. It is the Grammys. It is Mr. Grammy me. himself. It's like a, a group of Grammys. Yeah. calling me. Right. They've got like. They're knitting sweaters, and they're like, this award show is dying. I'm like, don't care! <laughs> <laughs> so, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Like the, the piano part is like, yeah. it's so interesting and complex, but no one like recogni- yeah, like no one realizes it until, like you know, unless a music analyst comes along and like, yeah. oh, look at all these cool chords, which, oh, my God, the chords are so good. And the bass line is super good, too. And, like, of course, the guitar solo is awesome and like just the grooves by kid rock? Yeah, yeah by kid rock that's yeah, it. yeah yeah that's the one featuring billy ray cyrus <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it just it's got so much going for it yeah and the lyrics too Ugh. yes i agree i will i want to pose a question back to y'all though all right best artist of all time don't don't hit me with that <laughs> don't hit trip i can't there's no way i can answer that um, I can't. There's, what do you think? Um, well, okay. Immediately, a couple things come to mind because if we're talking musically and cultural impact and like all that kind of stuff, we can say a lot of things. Um, my personal favorite is Coldplay. I'm a huge Coldplay fan. I okay. Always have been. Okay. Um, but I do recognize that none of Coldplay or even just like Brit pop in general is possible without you too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even that big of a YouTube fan, to yeah. be honest, but I respect what they did for the music scene so much that, like, I would almost have to go with a band like U2. A lot of people see them as boring, but yeah. you have to consider the way they change the landscape exactly. overall I mean, you and think the of, longevity of yeah, their work. You think of a band's like, I can immediately off the top of my head think of, like, Coldplay, Imagine Dragons, um, I mean, you know, One Republic, like, all these bands who have formed over this idea that you two essentially created and that's up for debate i guess but in my opinion every time you hear them in interviews and you ask 
who inspired you, the first of them is always you two. And whether or not you like them or not, I think that they're up there for me. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you two brought back the song Helter Skelter, which was an incredible, incredible movement. Um, after the whole, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Oh, the Charles Manson thing? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. But uh, I'm actually, I'm really happy you said you two. Well, I'm happy you mentioned you two because that actually ties perfectly to then I'm going to say, and that's the Beatles. All right. Just because, like, dude, I mean, they're, they probably have the biggest influence on music of all time. Yeah. And they, like, a lot of people know, like, almost all their songs. Um, and then, of course, each and every one of them, although we don't always love all, uh, all four of them, um, all of them were songwriters. Yeah. And, of course, the one I'm mentioning is Ringo. Sorry, Ringo, but uh, his songs weren't that great. But, uh, but, like, George Harrison wrote great songs. John Lennon wrote great songs. Paul McCartney, of course, still writes great songs. Right. Um, and, you know, you just can't beat stuff like Strawberry Fields Forever and Let yeah. It Be and Hey Jude and all that stuff. It's just really good music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't I, – I don't know. I think I'm going to have to argue with you on that one. I don't know if the Beatles probably – I, I feel like the Beatles probably contributed less to the cultural consciousness than uh, more, uh, Owl City. I think Owl City is the best <laughs> of all time. Owl City. Forever. Owl City was the band of my There's childhood. Or no the, the, the dude of my childhood. debate that man has changed our hearts and minds forever. I don't think that you can say that the Beatles are better than Owl City. Like, that's just not a compare. I It doesn't compute in my mind. I don't understand. Can someone, can someone get you? Can you can you leave? Yeah, I, I think I, I think I think Mateo has to leave this this podcast now. Guys, I can uh, I can hear my roommate screaming from here. <laughs> Dude, he hates fireflies with a passion. <laughs> there's, there's a space in everyone's heart I feel heart like for he it. doesn't want to make himself believe yeah. that planet Earth turns slowly. I'm not. That's just a speculation. Just a speculation. Yeah, man, that's pretty fun. I uh, I enjoy like putting on fireflies every yeah. now and then, and just him like storming out of the room. Yeah, it's great. Well, oh, it's so funny. On that wonderful note, I think that uh, we are gonna uh, call it here. But do you guys have anything else that you'd like to add? Just yeah. Before we wrap up, um, feel free to stream me and Mateo's uh Norwegian right. like folk music on what do we have it on? Uh, Napster. We're gonna put yeah. it on Napster. Uh, you can find it on Bandcamp. On Bandcamp, and you can stream. Uh, I, I got nothing else. We we had uh, an old project where we just scratch our heads, and it's just us scratching our heads for twelve minutes straight per song. What was your favorite song from that project? Egg. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you for having us on. Of course, just for of that course. plug. We just wanted to do that quick plug. Yeah. Well, plug, plug, plug. well, you heard it here first, folks. Um, thank you to Davis and Mateo. Uh, you can catch their Norwegian folk album coming out next week uh, and their single egg being released on Tuesday. Um, thank you guys for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you, listeners, for joining in to this episode of the Podbroke Pemcast. And uh, we will see you next week. <laughs>